You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me today is Dr. Drew Rosiel, Assistant Professor of Medicine of the Palliative Care Program with the Medical College of Wisconsin in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the founder of PalliMed, a hospice and palliative medicine blog. Dr. Rosiel, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Thank you for having me. Tell us about PalliMed. PalliMed is a blog directed at hospice and palliative care professionals. It's been around for a little over two years now, and it's mostly a blog updating doctors and nurses and other people working in palliative care about recent palliative care literature, research literature, as well as news and other big social issues in pain management, end-of-life care. And how did it start? It started as a whim by me some years ago. I am somewhat of a literature junkie and was getting daily emails, uh, hundreds of articles a day, either tables of contents of journals I was interested in or saved searches from PubMed about relevant topics. And I had an interest in medical blogging and new media and decided, well, maybe I'll just start posting updates into the internet about these new articles I was uh, getting, the ones that seemed particularly interesting. That's how it started, and it just sort of grew from there. Do you have partners? Yes, I have two partners now. About six months after I founded PallyMed, Dr. Christian Sinclair, who is a palliative medicine physician at the Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care Organization, joined the blog as a co-contributor. Christian has brought wonderful things to the blog and has really expanded our blogging about media items, things that are in the news, the New York Times or whatever, as well as issues-based posts as opposed to more research-based posts, which I, I tend to do. Christian also redesigned the blog and made it look much more professional and permanent. So he's, he's just done wonders for the blog. In the last few months, a nurse joined us. We're palliative care professionals, so we're by nature inter- and multidisciplinary and nurse Thomas Quinn, who is between jobs now, but it's been for a long time, was a cancer pain educator as well as a palliative care guy at Massachusetts General Hospital, joined us and has begun posting about research issues as well as uh, some nursing issues. What's the address of the site? www.pallimed.org. And what kind of traffic does it receive? It varies day to day, usually 100 to 200 hits. We also have people who subscribe to the site either through an RSS feed or through email updates. That's around 500, 550 people right now. Do you have a targeted audience? Yeah, it's definitely palliative care professionals, particularly physicians and nurses, palliative care clinicians. It's not focused towards patients or family members. It's, it's very much directed towards clinicians. And what feedback have you received from them? Overall, really good. We get emails all the time from people saying that they appreciate the blog and they find it useful. We have a moderately active comment section as well where people give feedback, make further suggestions, point out articles, things like that. How much of your time is this taking? Yeah, boy, well, that really varies. And one of the benefits of running a blog like this is that I can really put into it as much or as little as I want to. We strive for three posts a week. And usually between the three of us, we can do that pretty straightforwardly. I usually do one or two posts a week, depending on on how busy I am. At the minimum, I would say an hour a week. 
on busier weeks when I've got more time, I probably put in about three hours. What are the goals of the site? One is palliative care is a relatively young profession in the U.S., and we don't yet have too many evidence-based medicine updating type formats. To give an example, internal medicine, general internal medicine, has ACP Journal Club and a lot of other venues for docs to keep their pulse on the literature, things offered by Medscape, things like that. Palliative care has very few things like that. There are a couple that the American Academy of Hospice and Palliative Medicine put out, but that's really it. And so our goals for the site are to be a a supplemental way of, of professionals to keep up to date with the literature. One of the wonderful things about palliative care is that it's, besides there being palliative care journals, there's a whole variety of journals and specialties that are important to palliative care. Geriatrics, pain subspecialties, oncology, general internal medicine, surgical literature as well. And so what we try to do is scan that literature for important things for palliative care professionals and update our our readers about that. Doctor, how can the site help physicians? A couple of ways. One, if physicians are interested in, in palliative care or in general, the supportive care of people with advanced chronic illnesses, as well as, of course, terminally ill patients. The site is an easily accessible way to keep up to date on the literature coming out about the care of this very challenging patient population. The site also is a way of of people to keep in contact with other professionals doing similar work back and forth in the comments. We'd ideally like the site to offer a a sort of community for palliative care professionals and people in general who who are working with, with this patient population. Have you learned anything you didn't know because of the site? Absolutely. It forces me to keep on top of a very broad literature research base that I, I would probably largely neglect if I wasn't doing the site. But also the feedback we get from listeners, uh, comments, you know, often point out, we're talking about a research article and asking a question, boy, is this really true? As other people had experience with this, people sometimes weigh in on with comments and, and new research findings that we didn't know about. And that can be very valuable. And I learn a lot all the time from it. Tell us about the Grand Rounds PaliMed hosts. So we hosted it once. Grand Rounds is a collaborative effort by a whole bunch of medical blogs, mostly blogs by medical professionals, for medical professionals, but but not necessarily. And every week, a different medical blog volunteers to host Grand Rounds. They often set a theme for it, and then different medical bloggers submit posts that they've made to be considered for Grand Rounds. And, and then the person who's hosting the Grand Rounds chooses the best posts and presents them on their blog that week and comments on them. It's really a, a sort of fun collaborative effort and, and a way of building a sense of community and interaction across a very, very broad and diverse medical blogging base. My contributor and co-editor, uh, Dr. Christian Sinclair, was the one who organized that on our, our blog and, and did a great job of it. What led to your interest in palliative medicine? It's something that I get asked a lot, and I don't have a pat answer for it, other than that this is what I was always interested in. Even from the beginning of medical school, even before I knew what palliative care was or that there was actually a career path that, I, that was available for me in, in palliative care, I love the, the scientific and hard medical aspects of medicine, but I also really love the humanistic side of it, talking with people, sharing hopes, fears, and helping people uh, through very, very difficult times. And while you can do that in a lot of different medical specialties, of course, palliative care, at least for me, lets me do it pretty much all the time. And that's what really drew me to medicine. When I was doing my internal medicine residency, 
the thing I found most rewarding was working with people who were nearing the end and, and having long conversations with them and helping them figure out how do they really want to be cared for in this time. And that's you know, also what I got the most feedback on, the most uh, appreciation from my patients. No one ever thanked me for treating their blood pressure or getting their A1C down from 7.5 to 7.0. Those are really important things to be sure, but at least for me personally, it wasn't particularly rewarding. What do you believe is the biggest misconception about hospice and end-of-life care? Oh, well, there are so many misconceptions. The biggest misconception about palliative care is that it's only for dying people and that palliative care is the same thing as, as hospice. Palliative care, at least as it's grown up in the United States, is really care focused on all aspects of of a patient's life, physical, emotional, familial, for people who are are facing chronic life-limiting diseases. Again, really focusing on quality of life, but not necessarily for people who are near the end or who are actively dying. And we often get consulted in the hospital here, and sort of the first phase of our consultation is reassuring everyone involved that we're not getting involved because people think the patient is dying, but that we're getting involved for advanced symptom management or other issues. The other misconception about hospice and palliative care is that hospice is absolutely right for everyone who's got a really short prognosis. And as you know, time's gone on in my career, I've really come to realize that that's, that's not true. You know, hospice obviously is for people whose prognosis are short, meaning, of, of course, less than six months if the disease runs a normal course. But it's also for people whose, whose goals, who the way they want to spend that time, are focused more on quality of life as opposed to quantity of life. We have a lot of patients who have very, very short prognoses, just a few months. But what they want is they want to fight on, they want aggressive medical care and things like that. And for them, even though a lot of caregivers in their life, you know, other doctors or nurses, whatever, think, man, this person should be going into hospice, that's not what the patients want. And I think for hospice to work for people, it's got to be a convergence of both a poor prognosis and a sense of how they want to be cared for, being more focused on, on quality of life and being at home and things like that. And so hospice is an absolutely fantastic set of services for sick people, but it's not right for everyone. Dr. Rosiel, in closing, would you give us the website address for PallyMed one more time, please? Sure. It's www.pallymed.org. That's P-A-L-L-I-M-E-D.org. Dr. Rosiel, thank you so much for joining us to discuss your new hospice and palliative medicine blog, PallyMed. Thank you, Susan. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions at ReachMD.com, which now features on-demand podcasts of the ReachMD library. Thank you for listening.